If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to a very special, festive and probably quite sweary edition of Irregular Bitches, the podcast for women in midlife who can very much remember the halcyon days of 80s Christmases, which were all highly flammable foil decorations, band-aid the first time around, and cabbage patch dolls being about as easy to get hold of as unicorn tears. I'm Sarah Kaywood, 80s child, 90s telly bird and 21st century hormonal horror story. And my co-host, the yin to my yang, the pepperoni to my pizza and the cheese to my crackers sometimes literally is louise mitchell god bless you for that how are you baby thank you my love yeah all good christmas eve getting amongst the presents can you hear can you hear me jingle jangle i can well done with your jingle do you want it do you want to hear why this is the best metaphor for our podcast ever in the whole world go on i've got there's children's slippers elf slippers only one of them has bells on because on the other one which i'm shaking now all the bells fell off that's the that is a metaphor yeah, for midlife, for it, sure. So yeah. Andy says I sound like Hold a Hold on to your bells, love. Oh, my bells have gone a long time ago. <laughs> I've got, hang on, I've got, I've got two left. Happy bells. <laughs> Our guest today has taken time out of her... I'm ever so excited about this one. Though. I know, it's a goodie. He's taken time out of her extremely busy December schedule to give us some tips on surviving Christmas with maximum hormones. It is the wonderful Mrs. Perry Menno Claus. Bravo! Here I am. Here I am. I'm. I'm really sorry. I am. I am incredibly busy, as uh, as you as you well know. Um, delivering presents, dropping them on people's heads, generally, because uh, what with hormones and all the rest of it, there's there's none of this nicety. Well, we know that you must be very busy spreading the HRT and breathing techniques all over the world at this time of year. But what we want to know, because we figure you're the expert, Mrs. Claus, is uh, have you got any survival tips for getting through Christmas? Absolutely. Um, And in fact, it's one very, very short word and it's called gin. Um, no no it's look you may as well simplify this i mean the middle age crisis the menopause is a complicated fucker but if we want to simplify it a lot of gin it really doesn't matter what flavor it's going to make you cry eventually initially it will have you (laughs) so you can get down the chimney and i use the word oob loosely um because it can be used in so many different ways but yes Basically, get that gin down, yeah? It's it's got me round the world so far. And I'm nearly done with all the presents um, because with it being Christmas Eve and all, I've got jobs to do. But um, am I allowed to tell you what I did last year? Please. Oh, yes, please. A little bit of a fuck up. 
a small okay. minor one. I don't, uh, does everybody, do you guys actually, uh, well, anyway, I'm going to tell you anyway. My dear Jamie Oliver, I, I'm very fond of Jamie Oliver. I thought, no, sod it. I'm going to pull a few herbs out of my garden. Um, and I thought a bit of rosemary, a little bit different. Um, yeah. Sadly, due to the fact that I am menopausal, um, I actually stuffed our entire fucking turkey with lavender. Um, I knew that was coming. <laughs> fucking hell! Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Christmas dinner that tastes of freaking soap. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Mrs. Perimenopause, that is a classic. <laughs> Listen, Mrs. Claus, you're meant to know about Christmas. <gasps> that is a sh- I mean, they're the same family, but still. Oh, Let me tell you, we all slept like babies that night. I, I bet you did. <laughs> That's absolutely brilliant. Mrs. Perimenopause, do you have any symptoms, uh, hormonal symptoms, menopause symptoms, or are you before that? Are you beyond that? Where are you at? I mean, seriously, which it's shorter to give you a list of the symptoms I don't have. Um, but all I would say to you is once again, that you know, my advice is gin. The other advice is that the menopause yeah. and middle age and all that shit that goes with it is it is a cast iron alibi for just about everything. I'm I'm planning this year because obviously it's been the year from hell um, to mm. murder somebody. So, um, you know, huh? it's very public. I'm out there. So. You know, when mm-hmm. it happens, the police can come straight for me. However, I do believe that the menopause is the absolute cast iron alibi. Well, yeah. What is it? What do they call it when you um uh, when you it's a, like fit of madness? Oh, diminished responsibility. I.e. the menopause. Thank you. I, yeah. Do we need to worry about Mr. Claus then? This morning, I was looking out of the window and, and um I saw him. God bless his soul. He was slumped on the lawn. And you, oh, know, you sort of him. have a little bit of memory. You think, for fuck's sake, the bloody dogs dug him up again. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, the guy's had his chances. Do you know, in fairness, he's had it, but, you know, the, the Labrador seems to like him. He walks him now and again, but he keeps digging the fucker up. So, you know, what, what, can, what, what can I do? What can I do? Mr. Claus has got his ears and eyes well and truly in the back of his head now. This is something I want to ask both of you, actually, just because I love hearing it. Like, from, it's I love being amongst women of a certain age who are were children when I was as well. So, what are your favourite '80s Christmas memories? Uh, I just remember oh always being overexcited, waking up at four in the morning. I mean, '80s. I was a teenager. Yeah, yes. So I will have started drinking by that stage. But I would sort of wake up at four in the morning, far too excited, and then my parents would be annoyed with me by about four o'clock in the afternoon, and I'd be back in my bedroom. That summed up my Christmas really? for many years. Yes, too oh, excited. Wow. Oh, then well, the drinking I... happened and then I was hung over for the whole of Christmas Day. Oh, God, yes, I remember decade. those. Yeah, when we'd been yeah. down St Mary's vaults, On mate. Christmas Eve. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Lou, Lou knows the vaults. I do. Mrs and... Claus. And Mrs Claus, what about you? 80s festive memories? 80s, oh, God. You know, the 80s to me are just a dream come true. Where we are now is just too hideous. The 80s for me were, yeah, just a basically sort of a drunken haze because I was a bit of an early starter um I think I yeah I'd like you I was a teenager um but yeah I was kind of 16 and I'd I'd become very very well acquainted with southern comfort oh if I Me smell too. southern comfort now I you know straight to the loo head over it I was into that phase of actually looking like um sort of the the outside of a, of a straw tube 
you know, those sort of skirts that you walked like a little a little person who had very, very short legs. So, yeah, it was kind of like a, a boot the, the tube, tube around your Was leg. it the tube pencil skirt? Oh, that's I missed that. the one. That's the one. Yeah. It was like that or the and you rah-rah can, You can't walk in them at all. No. Yeah, so yeah I, I had the rah-rah skirt and the batwing jumper. I mean, I'd be, yeah, too. so I basically would come downstairs dressed like an enormous condom and mum would then have this huge <laughs> fit of annoyance because she wanted me to be a girly girl and come down wearing some sort of velvet, I don't know, sort of bottle green coloured dress. Um, and she would ignore me until... I finally succumbed and I would wear said velvet dress and then tip candle wax down the front of it. I was still doing that age 16. I stopped doing it. Clever. Yeah. Clever. Yeah, 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 no, no. I I, I I need to be careful that that uh, my my little girl doesn't get ideas like that because she wants she wants to dress like a slut and she's only seven. (laughs) (sighs) Did either of you play musical instruments? We used to have to do a like a show. It was oh, it was so painful. I know my mum's going to listen to this. It was painful. So my sister played the violin, I played the piano, and my brother played. I think he was playing the trumpet or something. And my parents would insist we did some sort of musical carol playing instruments after mm. dinner. Mummy Mitchell, really? Recorders as well. Grandma. Oh no, we just With used to have. We'd oh, have all the neighbours round, and my parents would get shit faced. Oh, yeah, that sounds like more fun. <laughs> no, I, d- I did play the piano for many, many years, and I, I um, my mum would do exactly the same thing. But I used to chuck in the old Les Dawson, you know, the odd wrong note, and and sort of Love bad foot, bad foot them all. And then yeah, they would get completely hammered, um, and it would be, and I would end up being waitress. So it was one for them, one for me, um, oh, yes. until I basically was comatose over the piano. Dad sometimes would put the lid over my head so that mum didn't realise that I was completely shit-faced aged 15. (laughs) Um, I used to love a creme de But they used to have those drinks parties, didn't they, in the 80s? Your parents' drinks parties. It was a a thing, right? I I don't do that. Do you have drinks parties? You do. I don't. No. No, I I might resurrect them next year when we're out. Maybe it's time. Oh, it's cheese and pineapple time. Come on, girls. We've you know, with it having been so utterly crap, um, and the eighties were the best. Let's be honest. We we did have the best time of our lives. I look at my my girls are sixteen and eighteen. And I think that their, you know, their teenagehood is utterly crap compared to mine. Mm. You know, it was just totally. such fun. Irregular. Bitches. My 18-year-old loves 80s music. Yeah. It's the best. It is the best. And we yeah. had the best time because nothing could shock our parents. And quite frankly, they couldn't have given a shit. They, they really wanted us to get more pissed than them so that they couldn't yeah. be done for bad parenting. Yeah, my parents were quite laissez-faire, probably from the age of about 15, have, have let me have a few drinks. And um, I, I just, you see, Christmas for me is December the 17th, Pony Club Disco, not quite as posh as it sounds, um, having my first snog with Neil Boyd to China in Your Hand by Tapao. <gasps> Good song. Mm, Good song. Amazing. Amazing, oh, amazing, best 80s memory. I think it's time to let Mrs. Perimena Claus go because we have got another guest today. Two for the price of one. It's our Christmas gift to you um, and we'll let you get back to the workshop. Have a wonderful, wonderful Merry Christmas with all the gin. Mrs. Perimena Claus, thank you so much for joining it's us. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm off um, to the North Pole now to go and pick up some more presents. See ya. Fabulous. <laughs> Good work. Bye. 
<laughs> and there she goes. How much can we wring out that perimenopause oh, gag, Lou? No, it made us laugh and we got the most out of it and Emma's uh, just taken it next level. She really has. And and actually, um, Mrs. Perimenopause was, in fact, the wonderful Emma Skeets from Menopausal Mayhem Mothers. And she's actually staying around to tell us all about that. Hi. Hey, how are you doing, the lunatic? Oh, you are definitely an irregular bitch woman. <laughs> I'm already in love with you. I'm so bummed that we've had to do this down the Zoom. Me but, too. But, you know, will you come back in person Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Essentially, so we can go and get shit-faced over lunch. <laughs> well, I think it would be incredibly rude not to do it over a rather large eggnog or... Do you know I've never had eggnog? 100%. Has anyone ever had that? Is that... Is, what yeah. is it I have? Advocar and lemonade. What's no, that? that's a snowball, no. love. Get your Christmas drinks right. I'm an, I mean, my mum, you see, I have a bit of bowel missing, about half a metre of bowel missing from a reception a few years ago. And my mum made eggnog and she came down for a few Christmases ago. And what I didn't it, know. Then? What is eggnog? Basically, brandy infused cream. Oh, I'm. Oh, I'm. And it's, I'm sure it's got egg yolk in it as well. Oh. It is lovely, but I didn't. I can't really tolerate fats that well because I'm missing bits of me and uh, and I, I I won't lie I was shitting through the eye of a needle for the whole of Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, oh no. but it was lovely I mean it was lovely I can't that... have been worth it love it can't have been well I'm used You've to had it. a snowball oh I so love a snow I, I have a snow I had my first snowball the other day I was very late this year but a snowball is advocar a squeeze of good squeeze of real lime yeah. top it up with um lemonade and then some glacé cherries in there Oh, I've I've got to do that because for my, me the memories of eggnog was my grandma, funnily enough, mm. some eggnog, uh, not eggnog, um, uh, a snowball, snowball, a snowball. penguin, and Starsky and Hutch, and that oh. was just my ideal Saturday night, Christmas or not. It is now. Doesn't matter. That that sounds perfect for me right in this moment, Emma. Frankly, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And thank you, <laughs> girls, for having me on. And I had a lovely time. Oh. But in, in fact, I'm I'm sort of imagining myself on my little sleigh flying over various <laughs> different countries. I'm hoping that I'm going to have a little small accident and fall off in the Caribbean somewhere. Oh <laughs> <laughs> God! That would be lovely. No tears. You're not worrying about any tears, clearly. No. And have you not heard my latest plan? And this is for real. This is absolutely for real. I have so had a fucking enough of this life of menopause, misery, COVID, 2020. I am buying a bar in Guadeloupe, which is, yeah, I'm doing it. I haven't got any fucking money, but I'm doing it. Um, And it's going to be called the Hot Flush Inn. Ah. with her. I love yeah. it. With you, her. Do, you do absolutely. Do, I mean, I, I'm quite gullible. Are you really doing this, Emma? Or is this just is a pie in the sky? Or are you? Uh, is there a genuine plan in place? Because I genuinely you, want to buy a ticket now. And if so, where the hell's Guadeloupe? <laughs> okay, good, good, you know the only reason I know about Guadeloupe is I'm a sad <laughs> bastard, and I watch. There's a program called Death in Paradise, which apparently is filmed oh, there. That? I haven't. Yeah, that, that. that's okay. one of my one of my sad confessions. But that was filmed on Guadeloupe, and I have. I've never been to the Caribbean. It's never fascinated me until this year. And I really believe in following your heart. And I just think a hot flush in. Oh, I mean, and it's Um, all run by menopausal women. So there's going to be a lot of swearing, a lot of shouting, a lot of banning. There's going to be a lot of get out of my pub. Oh, Um, love it. In loving memory. Rest in peace. Gin 
and yes. a lot of pissed women. And and then of course you get you're going to have you know the employees are going to be quite young men with nice abs and a few nice shoulders. Oh, how oh, dreadful! Book me a ticket, yeah. Emma. Tell so you've got this incredibly successful blog and Facebook page, and I just want to know what kickstarted the menopause or mm. mayhem mothers. What was it, and can you explain what it is for anybody who is unaware of your brilliance? Oh, you're so lovely. Do you know what it 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 was an a little bit like myself it was a complete accident i um i had a hysterectomy um a few years back and um i discovered pre-hysterectomy that i was actually a bit of a walking disaster area and i live in one of these quintessentially beautiful little english villages where everybody's so freaking perfect i can't mm. tell you the you know the compet the compet <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. So who did yeah. <laughs> friends with people like that Emma and I just got so sick of social media being all about look how beautiful I am look how perfect I am look how beautiful my children oh my god my child has turned up again with the perfect project made of papier mache that evidently the fucking child didn't make you made it <laughs> and I realized having forgotten every single permission slip um sort of known to man that I had two options and one was to either try and compete with these fuckers um, and I'm really sorry about the use of my language today I am particularly hormonal no 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 go with it we're swearing oh, we, we warned everybody honestly, at the top today, if they can't handle it they're listening to the wrong <laughs> but I thought okay so I can either try and compete with them gave that about 48 hours that went horribly wrong so I thought you know what I'm actually going to play myself I'm going to be me and I'm going to write about it and I threw a little party for myself when I got 200 followers who said this is just one of the funniest things I've ever heard of because there were things like for example being a really lovely mummy um, on a wet day and driving my children to school getting home and they were still in the bloody car so there was, so, there was stuff like that the little, the little... did you genuinely do that I've done that three times and and the little bar the little <laughs> bastards have latched onto this if they keep really really quiet mummy is so fast asleep in the morning that actually it's it's kind of you know open the door uh you get see you get back in the bloody car they are on the driveway so i started writing this blog about the fact that my mind had left the building and was no longer coming back and so i just had to kind of live with what was left from mm. the um the sort of surgical lobotomy that i'd had which apparently was called a hysterectomy i i've, I've got to very very quickly tell you that um one of the kids at school was quite fascinated by the fact that i'd had this rather big operation and so mm. the teacher said would i come in and <laughs> i'm sorry i'm laughing but one of, <laughs> one of my children didn't speak to me for a month um she said would i come in and explain what what had happened and um i couldn't think of a way to explain to a group of nine-year-olds so i basically told them i'd been spayed because you know the well, the, well that's exactly that, it essentially that's, that's isn't what it? had happened to me I think that's genius so yeah um i just remember alice <laughs> alice said to me mum if there'd been an evaporation button i'd have pressed <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> she, she, I love Alice. Yes, Alice would have just been left as this sort of smoldering pair of school shoes. <laughs> left it at that. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or Zepbound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I hit what they call the the the, the menopause. Um, lots of people do the, the whole perimenopause thing and then they go into the menopause. I hit it like a brick wall. Yeah, it, 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 it was, um, I can't say it was an almighty amount of fun, but so... I started this this blog, as I say, pre the menopause, which was actually initially called just the Mayhem Mothers because I was so freaking hopeless at everything to do with parenting, especially to do with schools. And then it got substantially worse because then I had mm. to start using memory and brain and, and that, had, as I say, left the building very quickly. Um, and so I started writing about it and yeah, threw a little party when I got my 200 followers. And suddenly um, things started to go even because we have a Labrador who features very heavily in the blog. He's um, the most beautiful dog you've ever seen in your life. And anybody who reads the blog will know Spencer because Spencer is part of the reason that I spend half my life on my face. And the one thing we forgot to do with Spencer was train him, which was (laughs) very, very unfortunate because he's 40 kilos of disaster. Area. Oh, I love a lab. Yeah, but, it, but yes, we've had the unchained lab and it has pulled my mum over oh. a billion times. And also he used to like he used to whack the children. He sadly we had to have him put down this year. It was devastating. Lovely oh, Dylan. No. But he would literally whack the children when they walked past him, would brace themselves for the tail. Yeah. You no, know, yeah. like the tail would like whack them. He used to make his tail bleed. It would wag so hard against oh. things. I mean, well, they, Spencer they, they is are, famous now. Spencer is totally... I want to meet Spencer. Well, Spencer yeah. has done things, for example, I used to tie him up um, outside the school gate and wait for the kids, but he knew that this was part of the game. And as I unleashed him from his sort of, you know, from the gate post, he would just take off. And, and actually, he's not a taking off kind of dog, really, but I used to sort of do the old um, Benzinese, you know, the sort of the, the, the oh, water yes. skiing position. And on one particular occasion, <laughs> literally just because, I, you know, he's 40 kilos of Labrador and I'm 80 kilos of loveliness. And, and the dog was just about to take off and the fucker's collar broke. And of course, there was nothing to hold me up. So I went backwards, ended up in the hedge and the dog ended up at the village shop. He'd found his way to the shop very, very quickly, entered the village shop and then proceeded to eat all the bread rolls on the bottom shelf. So in the process of me being fished out of the hedge by the headmistress, um, the, spe- the, 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 the bloody dog got an asbo for shoplifting. So, <laughs> but he's done and, and he's also been barred from the... So it's only it's cut along very uh, too late, as, as I've always said, cut along story short too late. Um, I carried on writing about these misdemeanours and and um, mm. 
and sort of put it all in the context of the menopause. Um, and people bought into this because I think they got so sick to death of the perfect life and the perfect parents and the perfect children. Yeah. And actually, yeah. I started to receive messages from people to say, oh, my God, I feel normal. I actually get it. You know, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure anyone's buying that shit anymore. If I'm completely honest, I think everybody knows. You know, we all. I mean, I have good days and bad days, but you know, the kind of felt cute thing. I just like do fuck off. Will you? Uh, but it's more about that. What is shared is the good stuff, and not many people share the negative stuff. And not many people, I don't think, make the midlife stuff funny. But you absolutely do, Emma. Yeah. Your page literally lights up my, what's it called? But that's what, that's exactly what, like, that's why we started this. And you are mm. so one of us. You're, 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 you know, fucking fabulous woman in midlife. Just, just saying it's, there is no shame in you know your boobs drooping and your period stopping and your hair going grey and mm. it doesn't mean that we can't be sexy and fabulous and funny and not you know it's the invisibility that pisses me off and and also this um this obsession with with especially some older women with i mean i know i've got a face full of botox but, um, <laughs> but with holding back the years I, I say embrace it she says filling her face with Botox but um, but I kind of do that for me yeah. I don't do um, that because I want to look I, I'm I'm you know I'm 48 I'm not going to lie about it but I just like to look fresh no, do you know what and that's fair dues and I think at the end of the day it's accepting people for who they are and the thing that I I mean I'm 52 and careering towards 53 I mean it's actually it's 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 yeah it's running straight at me how long have we got Emma when's your birthday in <laughs> January Oh, I know. really soon? What an utter shite time to have a birthday. It's not, it's not great. It's, no, and it it's always been crap. And, and, and we've sort of tried to forget about it. But yeah, you get to 52, 53. And, you know, every... I mean, I was saying to you earlier on, you know, the boobs now. I mean, I, I don't know about these push-up bras. We need pull-up bras, girls. Come on. <laughs> you know, I'm needing scaffolding. I mean, I, I, I've now reached the point where um, I have several sets which is quite, you know, handy if you're a boob man. Um, I mean, I, what I was planning on doing was having the various rolls of fat that have built up around, because that's one of the symptoms of the menopause, is that your whole body shape changes. And um, I've never had a waist. I've always been known as the human lamppost, but that was in the, in the days when I was slim. I think now if I died that, you know, um, there'd be a chalk circle. That would be literally it, you know. <laughs> you know that, it's, it's all gone horribly wrong. There's, there's no shape whatsoever. However, you know, if I were to have any tattoos done, which I've never had done, my daughter's just had one, which has fucking pissed me off. She's 18, little fucker. She's just Ooh, turned 18. Yeah. Um, and I was so what hoping she for have? spelling mistakes. She had um, everything you want in life is on the other side of fear. But she's had it written, so you can't like read it. <laughs> Oh, I love it. She's so me. I just said to her, there you go. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But um, oh, bless no, her. so my mum was really cross when I got mine, actually. She said, I brought you into this world perfect. Apparently her school have said to her they she should never have had it done because she could cheat. And I said, what, from one oh. sentence? And then, and then yeah. this dear friend of hers, who is definitely one of us, said that she was going to have um, some maths equations tattooed on her arm. <laughs> and Georgie quite rightly pointed out that she isn't doing maths. She's doing geography and psychology. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, they definitely learned a lot from me. But no, I'm going to have tattoos on each roll of fat. 
So mm. and they're just going to be nipples. So I'm perfect. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be like the classic irregular bitch, but I'm going to be a Labrador. Spencer will be eyeing oh, you up. Oh, yes. Did you know, did you know uh, Harry Styles has three nipples? Has he? I do too. Yes, that. he does. Yeah, yeah it's quite I sexy. I've that. seen it. If you, yeah. Is it? Is it sexy, yeah. Sarah? Well, listen. Or is it just Harry Styles you find sexy? Harry has he had that done deliberately or was he born like that? No, he was born like Anne Boleyn. Didn't she have three nipples well? well? and so, oh, so did Chandler. Chandler. She was the original irregular bitch, wasn't she? Yeah. Make him wait. Make he'll, him. Denounce the, he'll denounce religion for a shag. <laughs> and he did. And uh, let's be fair, she, you know, a bit like us, a bit headless now and again. <laughs> hey, boom, boom. <laughs> Sorry. Emma, apart from us, obviously, have you met any interesting people? through um, starting this blog. Do you know, very, very interestingly, I I have actually met some really lovely, amazing people. And one of them was one of your prior guests, Amanda Abington. Oh, she's Um, amazing, isn't she? Love her. her. She is just one of uh, the nicest. And and, and I I, Mm -hmm. I, I loathe it when people say this just for the pure hell of it. But actually, Amanda has proven herself to not only be just a fantastic, amazing, and, and I think, very inspiring actress mm-hmm. but she's turned out to be a really really good friend and um when she heard about my because um, i lost my mum quite recently and there have been various other things that have happened during the course of the year this is a lady and and, and weirdly enough i met her through sarah parish um i don't right. know you know the actress sarah yeah. parish and i'd gone down to meet jim her husband who's also an actor um to do some work for their uh they've got a charity called the murray parish mm-hmm. trust because they lost a child um, i remember because of congenital heart failure and so on um and so he just happened to have a look at my blog and said oh amanda abington's following you and i went you're bloody kidding me (laughs) and so i jumped on that band like i'm jolly freaking quickly and got to know her and what an absolute treasure i mean there is somebody who's not just a fake or um a celebrity she's a genuinely decent girl who mm. picks up the phone to me now and again. Um, in fact, it's more often these sort of WhatsApp messages we leave for each uh-huh. other to check on how I am. And in fairness, all I am to her is a blogger. And but g- she genuinely cares. And mm. and she. I is- don't, but I don't think she would. You see, with Amanda, I don't think she would feel like that, Emma. I think you're not just a blogger. She doesn't. Yeah. She's not. She's not a celebrity. She she sees the human. She sees the human yeah. that she wants to, that, that she wants to be lovely. connected to, mm. you know. So she's not like that. No airs and graces. She's you're you're just a you're just a lovely person, and she wants to be in your orbit. Yeah, yeah no, and yeah. and that's what I love about her. She's very, I mean, she's got me really into this sort of witchy realm, and and, and I'm, oh, I'm I love all I'm, that my, stuff. Don't oh. get me started. <laughs> love, honestly, oh, I, I love, love all that stuff. I've got a friend who's a witch. If I had the time, I would definitely practice it, but you need loads of time. But, you know, it's all pagan anyway. Christmas bloody pagan. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's all hijacked, and, and hijacked by Christianity. I have got my own broomstick. Um, I've just got to get it working. But uh, no, we'll fly over as soon as you do, and I'll make us a brew. I've got <laughs> myself a pair of stripy tights. Oh, I'm every year. I'm, I love it. The only year I didn't do um, uh, Halloween was when I had my hysterectomy because people people had visions of the real thing happening and bits of my, bits of my guts suddenly appearing all over the place. And we thought no, because it could only happen to one person. It would happen to Emma. So going back to your original question, that's what happened. I started to write this blog about. Um, 
just all the general shit that went on in my life. Things like, I mean, I've got to tell you um, the story of when I did take Spencer to the pub garden and I let him run free in the back garden and the, you could see the landlord looking terribly uncomfortable. The dog then brought back a live rabbit, which proceeded <gasps> to then disembowel. But in front of about 100 people, including about 30 children, but that went like- down. Horror story. A Labrador. I mean, Labradors are the most pathetic, kind little buggers. Oh, and this he, is like, and Spencer decided he was going to go yeah. for the throat. And oh. Then, oh, and it was squeaking. I can't tell oh. you. Oh, oh no! Uh, I don't want to hear. Oh no, no, no! It gets worse. It gets worse. Oh. This, this it's is like fucking watership down. Please stop. Yeah. This is the prelim. This is literally only the beginning part. And so he then disemboweled this rabbit. I did try and chase him. He's like a New Zealand bloody winger, let me tell you. Mm. And, 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 I, and I'm 51-year-old. I was, I was a 49-year-old woman. Body seen better days. Things still moving about half an hour afterwards. Flat on my face <laughs> twice. So, yeah, I, I carried on writing this blog about just being a, just this walking disaster area. And it's gone from my little 200 party to 200,000. That's amazing. They rather like the fact that I spend a vast amount of my life embarrassing myself in public. Um, I had a full-on conversation the other day with um, what I thought was a man, but it was actually someone painted back of a truck. Um, it was just, you know, a, a, some... And, 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 I, and, I, and I write, yeah, just an advert. Um, I had a long old chat with him. We had a lovely time. Yeah, and that's how the, the whole blog is sort of... And, and it resonates with people, I think, because um, the one thing I do celebrate is the fact that it is really important to embrace the menopause. Right. Um, it is something you... First of all, you can't fucking avoid. It's not like right. there's a little side or mm-hmm. where you can say, right, I'm going to pay my 50 quid and around I go. Mm. You've got to go through it and you've mm. got to embrace it somehow. I definitely pump as much estrogen into my body as I possibly and humanly mm-hmm. can. Okay. Because mm-hmm. um, I, th- I, th- I think lacking in estrogen... And, and the thing, one thing that's really important, and, and I know this is comical, but um, it's really important for women to know is that these days the estrogen that you take in HRT is bioidentical. So it absolutely replicates the estrogen that you've lost in your body. So it's really important it protects you. And it's had too late for my lobotomy to have not taken effect. Um, it's really important that women do take that. But yeah, my memory is 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 absolute history, and I think it's funny. I mean, I went to the vet the other day with Spencer because Spencer has. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm... Spencer has had one of his ears removed, um, and not not oh. an entire ear. I mean, they've left the flap, but he kept getting infections. But I had to take him for a checkup, and I got to the reception desk, and she said, um, well, "Where is he?" And I'd actually left him at home. <laughs> But not not only had I got in the car without the dog, which I think is quite normal, but to have actually got out of the car, walked to the reception desk, and this is obviously pre-lockdown, without the dog. And it just never occurred to me that I'd actually gone to the you know, and I... And you were going to said, the is there, any, is an there anything we can do for you whilst you're... <laughs> yes. Put me down? I had, no, I had an appointment for the... I can absolutely yeah, myself exactly. Doing that. I've got an appointment at the vets. Here, here I am. <laughs> I 
<laughs> oh yeah. god i don't yeah. don't get me a dog that's all i'll say <laughs> um i think i mean emma we have this thing called the meno moment and the hormonal horror story and i think you've fully filled oh, yeah. our boots with the hormonal horror stories but Amazing. Um, and and i guess that's a meno moment as well is there anything that you do i mean uh, it, me and keys I, I have a problem with keys i throw them away i put them in the fridge i well uh, and anti-fat true story lou key story number three the other day we were getting the bins ready to put out and he found the garage padlock keys in they weren't in a bin liner but they were at the bottom of the black plastic bin that we put our bin liners in again through you and keys mate me and fucking keys um so that those are my meno moments emma do you have anything that like you know just the little stupid things you do like putting random shit in the fridge well, I think turning up to the vet without the dog is a pretty good um, one. Well, Stu, it's really interesting you should say that. I was looking for my car keys some time ago. And in fact, it was caught on Radio 4 Woman's Hour, which I could have freaking done without. But there you go. Um, I couldn't find my car keys and I was actually in a real hurry um, mm. and was frantically looking everywhere, scraping through the bottom of my handbag. And I came across um, a chicken fillet wrapped in cellophane and i instantly knew at that point where my car keys were they were in the freezer i wondered where that yes. was going yep. yes I, yeah 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 and and but but I, what i loved about that whole situation was the, the the fact that it didn't take me long i should have been a detective i would forget fucking everything i'd forget all the witnesses and all that kind of stuff but mm. i i knew instantly when i found the chicken fillet in the cellophane keys in the freezer yeah yeah yeah, Andy, when I lose the key, when I lose the keys now, the first place Andy always checks is the fridge. Well, and yeah. seemingly the bin. Yeah, well, no, that two. was an accident. That was because we were just getting the rubbish out to put out, and he was like, "Oh, I found your keys." I was like, "Oh, I didn't even know they were missing." But have, no, the other the other thing that I have lost fairly regular, I would say the the thing that I lose the most during my menopause is my car. Now that seems oh, like quite, yeah the amount of times I have walked yeah driven to school taken the kids to school this was in days gone by but mm. then walked home I have mm-hmm. reported my car stolen three <gasps> times now That's because it wasn't brilliant. on the driveway and it's actually down at the school yep That's three times brilliant. fortunately I worked I worked in road safety so I I um I know the, the the local coppers pretty well but also the other thing if you I don't know whether you're a two-car family um I now have a, a, a learner driver so we've got three cars and um I have the amount of times I've come out of Tesco and reported my car stolen because I can't find it anywhere in the car park and I've driven another car yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah they're quite big cars um yeah. and but I've lost several of those I just love cars. your commitment. See, whereas I'm much more. Oh no, I've forgotten where it is. But I love your commitment to the fact that oh, some fucker has got it. It's been nicked again. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell! Again. <laughs> it's not just oh, what have I done with it this time? It's, like, it's definitely been it was fucking nicked. nicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love oh, it because I always Emma. forget to lock it. Oh, yeah, listen, well, yeah. ladies. Um, we'd love you. We'd love you to come in, and when we can. Uh, when we can all back together again Please. in person, if that, yeah, will you do that for us, Emma? Have a oh, little day with trip absolute to a pleasure. Studio? Can, and and also, could we please go down to my little beach hut where Spencer has also disgraced himself, where he's either pooed somewhere and I've not seen it. And then I've got the whole of the beach going warmer, warmer, colder, colder, <laughs> as I'm searching. Tutting at you. Yeah. So can we do that? Can we yeah. go down? Please. You don't have to ask twice. I'll bring some poo bags. We'll be there. 
Good girl. We've got a beach hut, so we could do it in the beach hut. Heaven. Hey. Done. Uh, well, thank you very much, Emma. It's been an absolute pleasure. And you can check out Emma's blog on... Uh, uh, what's the website address for the blog? Because obviously your menopausal mayhem mothers on Facebook and Instagram. But what's your blog site? The actual website is... <laughs> Here she on. goes. Come w- on. Oh, Come shit. on, woman. You can do it. You can do, it. You can do, it. Can do this. We're w- behind you www.menopausalmayhemmothers.uk <laughs> All that's left for me to say is Merry Christmas from Irregular Bitches. That's me, Sarah Kay, with Louise Mitchell and our guest today, Emma Skeets. Good luck and we will see you on the other side. And let's just leave you with one last word to leave a smile on your little faces. Vaccine. I thought it was dry vagina. (laughs) Until then, guys and girls, Louise. Stay cool, bitches. Merry Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details